Don't forget to follow us on social media for beautiful food and inspiration. Bitch, make me famous. <laughs> To get the party started, pick up my phone just to check and see who's calling. Dress up real nice for the ladies at the bar, and I'm driving in my car just to get to where they are. Here at the local scene is where I plant my feet, it's where I smoke my cigarette and I hold my drink. I look at all my friends, they're all blazing green. Sit at the front of the stage, waiting for FTV. Where are those guys standing next to me with a pipe in his hand, ready to blaze for me? About five minutes later, we're all singing queen. Now get the fuck up on and rock the scene, yeah. We do what we want, and what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the band. We do what we want, and what we want is to jam. So sit back and enjoy the band. Enjoy that band. I turn and head back to the bar for a refill, man, because you know where we are. We're headed out to the car To smoke another one And another one Now just when the magic starts kicking in I hear we left playing And you know it's time to head in Alright everybody now it's time to grab a new drink Spark it if you got it And then pass it to me yeah. We do what we want And what we want is to jam So sit back and enjoy the band We do what we want we want is to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band. Enjoy that band. Last up on the bill for the show tonight. It's down and dirty in five, so we're headed outside. Just spark up another joint now. Who's got my lighter? Stoner E, of course. Shouldn't you be inside? I'm all up in this bitch, being who I gotta be. I'm fucked up like the U.S. economy. The truth is, is that I don't think logically. Stoner E, take you on a psychedelic. Now inside motherfuckers is rockin' me And outside shit we smoke a lot of broccoli Rockin' the rollie, all the sexy girl be jockin' me Ain't too drunk to fuck, but I'll probably do it sloppily We do what we want, what we wanna do And what we want is to jam So sit back and enjoy the band Dance with the band and enjoy the band We do what we want we want us to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band. Sit back and enjoy the band.
That's Audible Smoke. That is Locals. It's a song about what we used to be able to do. Um, fucking hey, everybody, welcome to Local Love. If you're watching on Facebook, don't watching on Facebook, head on over to twitch.tv slash Media. Join the chat. Make yourself an account. Follow. Subscribe. Make the world a better place. Um, speaking of the world <laughs> being a better place, we're going to be live tomorrow, noon Pacific, maybe earlier, to cover the world becoming a better place or a much, much worse place. Anybody uh, out there want to check that out? Feel free to do it. Uh, earlier in the day, Justin Freak and our friend will be covering the inauguration in real time. And um, with any luck, he'll be joining us to cover the fucking postmortem as well. So that sounds like a fun time. And <laughs> that's about the end of that. Um, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Echoplex. We have a bunch of different shows. You can check them out as podcasts at fucking just go to your podcast catcher and just type Echoplex Media and you can find some shows that are active, some shows that are not, and some shows that only had one fucking episode. <laughs> uh, I'm producer Dave. You can find me a damn near anywhere. The man with all the keyboards and of course the man with the plan. Who are you, sir? Juan Maserati, your friendly neighborhood musician. Fucking A. I don't know. There you go. Just, uh, Man, a few words. Most of them are stoned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more detailed about that. Yes, I, uh, I do play uh, keyboards in uh, Rebels Camp and Los Improvisers. And uh, you can uh, basically catch uh we have uh some some live stuff on youtube with regards to rebels camp and so uh also we have three albums available on spotify and other outlets uh for you to check out and enjoy and that's pretty much it and i'm just happy to be here in 2021 we fucking made it <laughs> we made it we hella made it yo Made it to the other uh, side. Um, how about now? I have to ask my other colleague uh, here. How are you doing? The the Which... medium. <laughs> I'm good. I need somebody to join Patreon at the fucking at the Dingle Hopper level. <laughs> you created Dingle Hopper. Yeah, I need a dingle hopper. Any fucking uh, Disney fans in the fucking chat will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with me last night for Meltdown Monday. It was a fucking doozy. Um, <laughs> we went through a lot of emotions. We watched a lot of different things. <laughs> a good time was had by most. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, definitely uh, check that VOD out from last night because it's pretty funny. Um, and check out our coverage tomorrow and then the Lecture Dollar Tree tomorrow night at 7. But right now we're going to play some fucking local music. Then I'm going to be mad at fucking Dave for having cigarettes. I don't have any. <laughs> this is uh, newish to us. This is Mr. Right by Brother Spellbinder. We'll be back in just a minute here. with a 
Christmas all year round, so long as the Christmas song is hella good. <laughs> like you were saying, the Star Wars holiday special is like four years long anyway, so if anybody needs to take a shower or anything. That is absolutely right. correct. Juan, can you get a little more gain on your microphone? Just, just a tad. Yes, sir. I can. Thank you. Thank you, sir. 
Look who's in charge now, motherfucker. Blinky. <laughs> what you sipping on? Just some water with some little Kool-Aid squeezer in it. Yeah, I'm sipping on some water too, but that'll change. <laughs> I'm like fucking meaty went tired. <laughs> That's all right. I think we're not going to, this one probably won't be a long one anyway, because we have a long day tomorrow. So, Right. But I'm excited. I like, um, I'm, I'm for the first time in a long time, I'm kind of hopeful. Not that my cynicism is wearing off by any means, but I'm just like, just a little hopeful. Just a little bit. Well, what I'm hoping for is that vaccine so we can all get back out to the shows and all of a sudden we'll be streaming four days a week. Right. That's what I'm saying. I would, uh, yeah, because at least hopefully like one day a month, we'd be able to throw a show somewhere, like somewhere out that people go to <laughs> like yeah, six like or seven people some, but still i would like to see some vaccine action happen fairly soon i know they're trying to shoot for three million people a day but it's going to probably take a lot more millions per day to get us truly caught up i just vaccinated I the stream thank you <laughs> and you're welcome uh, <laughs> I do know that uh, I mean speaking speaking locally and staying somewhat on topic uh, Phil with an F is helping out running uh, vaccination clinics I think at the fairgrounds oh fabulous mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know a lot of people were saying that like event promoters and venues should be locations for this so that they can get some like money like that the government can pay them to provide some of the services and it can kind of keep them uh, in business and in action and involved with their community. And I think that I don't, I think I saw it on Twitter and I was like, that's a fucking really good idea. Like who, who better to deal with a big crowd of fucking people than Bill Graham presents or whatever. Right. Right. Or like right. A, a fucking AT&T park. <clears throat> that would be amazing. Or you get, or, sh- or you get vaccinated. You- the, if you get vaccinated, at the caravan. Yeah. They- <laughs> If you've ever been to the caravan, you don't have to worry about COVID. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just that saying. Is so true. It is. <laughs> yeah, I've been to, I've been to some pretty nasty raves. I knew COVID wasn't going to kill me when I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to that weird location at 85th and Baldwin in Oakland a few times, man. I fucking you can probably fucking the bubonic plague would just bounce off of me. <laughs> right. Plague rats, what? Roasted? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to uh being able to go to Art Boutique again. I know they're doing some streaming shows, but I know it's probably real hard for them. And one of the main things about Art Boutique is it was such a nice place and all that fucking cool shit to look at in the lobby and even go shopping for and stuff. So that's a place I'm looking forward to going back to. And on the other end of the spectrum, I'm certainly looking forward to going back to the caravan because fucking Rachel. Cause Rachel. <clears throat> Rachel. And that's like our little home. That's like our little home bar. I feel a little more attached to uh, the red room, but everybody, but I do like the caravan and we were probably there more than the red room towards the end. Towards the end. Towards the and end of the before time. Man. Towards the end of the before times of the long, long ago. The motherfucking van. 
All right, this is Relapse. This is Dynamo. We'll be back in a few minutes. And I, my water, well, it's a giant chunk of ice in the middle of some water. My water's gone. So I guess I have to replace it with something. <laughs> Watch Dave turn his water man. into not wine. Boredom's the first step on the road to relapse. 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 Wow, 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 wow,
one of the oldest drops yeah. we have on our board. Yeah, that's a that's super 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 good drop and relapse. Their fucking music is fucking amazing. Mm. Every re- so good. Every relapse song is great. When the when those cats came into the studio that one time way back in the day, fucking super nice people and <clears throat> just super talented folks. And I'm, every once in a while, it just reminds me of like all these like super good musicians. You know that musicians kind of had a rough in San Jose in the before times, even because there weren't like a lot of places to play. Like a lot of people didn't go out. It might have been p- partly the cost of living. It might have been partly that technology took over this area, and so that maybe those people weren't as connected to the community and didn't care about art and music as much. It was a, a variety of factors, but it'd be nice to see San Jose come roaring back. But I don't know. That's going to require the city to do something about it, and um. I think the city over the years, especially over the last 15 years, has shown a general disinterest in live music. The city wants things that close at like 9.30 or 10. Right. But, mm-hmm. like, how to, like, totally discourage fucking artists from living in your area is, like, beyond me. Every city needs culture, and that's the culture. <gasps> Well, <laughs> I'm just going to say that um, it's getting really tough for uh, musicians to, to make it out here, you know, and it's like, I, I would have thought there were, you know, for us being in Silicon Valley, where, you know, there's billionaires roaming the spot that, you know, they would kick down that few, you know, few mil for the arts and support local music and support happenings around the bay area you know overall but i've never really seen that go down in in my lifetime i would like to there might be there might be people with with means quietly investing in the arts but it's like probably not like a rock and roll show if they're investing in the arts it's probably like kind of like highfalutin arts like the theater i bet hammer theater for example probably has some wealthy donors right i bet Mm -hmm. i bet like there's you know I don't know. Is there an opera house or something? They probably have like wealthy donors, but that, that stuff doesn't like, there's not a lot of wealthy people making sure that, um, rock venues stay open. Right. Yeah. Cause they get a fucking tremendous bad rap for people drinking there and getting rowdy and fucking fighting and shit. Like, yeah, oh, we don't want that here. It's like, dude, I've been to the caravan like two dozen fucking times. And I don't think I've ever seen a fight there fucking once. Nah, our peeps will fucking shut down that bullshit in a minute. People start fighting and shit. People start fighting and shit in one of our venues. They ain't fighting no more. Yeah, they, they ain't fighting they no drug more. The fuck out. Ain't even security does it. People just get people take care of it here. That's right. No, no bullshit too. And I remember one time the Rebels camp was on the show, and they were like, we were talking about how there weren't women at the venues, and it was either Maya or G was like, hey, you know, if you're a woman at one of these venues and some guy's perving on you, you come get us. Come talk to the band. Whoever it is, if yep. you're having that kind of experience, talk to the bartender. We got you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. fucking true. And so, <clears throat> you know, it's not for lack of trying from the uh, artist community here. I think it's just that between the city and the tech industry, kind of, st- well, the city specifically stepping on music and art, and then the tech industry not giving back. I mean, should they'll, when Google builds their complex, there'll probably be a bar with bands there. But it won't be like open to everyone and it won't be like 
it'll be like an upscale kind of fucking very sanitized experience i think you know it'll be a cover band right totally safe <laughs> stuff maybe 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 i'd get to play because i play, I play well I, I mean i play a fair you know the disco i play is fairly sanitized or whatever like it's not it, people won't get rowdy but you know the other thing is on the other side the dj side like <clears throat> most of the clubs where people where there was a lot of people at for dj music were always playing pop tunes top 40 music and hip-hop only and it's like you know i only got to play at Spl splash once and like that bike party the shit that i play at the first regroup at bike party is will a obliterate a room full of gay men they will be like they will be like begging for more when i finish because it's just mm -hmm. like it's disco like, no, don't stop. and um but i think that i think that all in all like san jose seems to want like mainstream art but it seems like maybe the city or whoever's doing the planning doesn't understand that if you, to have a big mainstream arts art music scene you have to have that scene under it where there's like creativity and people taking chances and doing things because otherwise there's nobody to go to your bigger medium-sized events if there's if there's no small venues and like if 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 there's just no kind of like like kind of like scene moving under it like san francisco right. has a, a a scene but the scene is like is like a layer cake and here there's like events that no one's at and events that people sometimes go to and those are the two layers in san jose <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a tart with not a whole lot of filling like legit mm. when we did the legit <laughs> when we did the sofa top. when we did the sofa online there were more people at some points on our twitch channel than were at most of the events we went to in san jose <laughs> wow it's true wow not the whole time mind you but right right there aren't even hundreds of people at most events in San Jose. A hundred is a lot of people at the small events here. Wow. Oh yeah. The sofa district still is, but the, and it's cool. Like, and it's nice that there's like a little strip you can go to, but the, the thing is like the only place I think that's super cool in that area for to do music at is fucking the back bar. Yeah. That's a good spot. The, but the the um, other spot that had music is um fucking what's that called? I forget that I forget the name of the one there uh, the Continental Forger no the well, the, the, the Forger didn't didn't always have the Forger's gone now too by the way it's sad. yeah sadly the, the Continental had music too and uh, that's the same guy that owns uh fucking um um fucking Cardiff and uh, Campbell and that's all I'm really gonna say about that don't don't spend your money there uh oh and the Ritz isn't the Ritz oh the Ritz, yeah the, yeah the Ritz was there too actually they the Ritz did a pretty good job of bringing in. You know, they brought in big acts, but they also like this, the, the local scene kind of, uh, uh, rotated through there to some extent. Yeah. Is the Ritz going to make it? Does anybody know? Are they still there? I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah. The, the people that run it and hang out there aren't really our scene. Like they've, they had our bands play there, but there weren't like our, like, like circle of people or whatever. Our circle of people is like caravan back bar and every street party ever. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's house. Hey, 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 Goon Lobster. Hey, Goon Lobster. Welcome. We're talking. Yeah, Brandon Eisenberg's house. Yeah. Oh, that 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 was a fun place to do to do an event. I. Uh, I oh, go ahead. I said I talked Brandon Eisenberg out of moving to fucking Weaverville. <laughs> like no, 
No, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no. You should send him up to Reading and tell him to go be friends with Nate. Nate would like Brandon. They'd like each other a lot. That's the, well, Weaverville is like halfway in between Reading and Eureka. So oh, it's so, off highway. So your neighbors are like trees and possibly a bear. And conservatives. Oh, and yeah. libertarians. With firearms. <laughs> the second they find out you're a Bay Area fucking liberal, you're like, not in my backyard. <laughs> you're like, but sir, I'm in my own front yard. <laughs> you look like one of them there, Trimigrants. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That was a weird thing about up there, too, is because like the weed scene brought so much money in and they, the people up there didn't like people coming up to trim, but those people came up to trim because there weren't enough people to trim. Right. And they spent cash wherever they went cash. Cause they didn't live there. there guys so they that come in and drop like four five, 600 bucks on DVDs and shit because they couldn't get cable out there. So they buy fucking Blu-ray players, nice ass Blu-ray players and a fucking light ass television and a bazillion DVDs. Oh, Goon Lobster, wow. we do a fully open panel on a Saturday, 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific. So if you can, uh, if you have at least like a headset or whatever, and you can fucking, you can fucking follow a link, you can certainly uh, jump on and say hi, and you can drunk, drunk stream with us. You got to be a team player, though. Can't just get drunk, start Come fucking ranting. That's like, I get to do that late at night because this is my studio. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do it late at night in my studio when Dave's not here. <laughs> Drunk ranting is all you're good at. Oh, okay. Well, just just keep like set get a, get an egg timer that's like a minute thirty. <laughs> get like a get like an hourglass, a minute thirty glass. Yeah. I'm very proud of our scene members, though, that um, have managed to be very fucking creative in this space. And, um, like Nahal and Austin, they just, they have mobile, they're remote, they have remote jobs anyway. So they just went and traveled all year by themselves. Just went and did their thing across the United States. Mm. Played guitar in front of wow. monuments. Yeah. And creeks and rivers and shit, and national parks. That's lovely. I mean, if, yeah. a cre if enough oh. people know what a creek, if enough people know about a creek, isn't it a monument? I mean, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Depends. 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 Depends on the creek. And and what and well, how high you set the bar for monument, I suppose. Because <laughs> I'd suggest there was like an artificial river running through the Niles part of Fremont, or like half real and half artificial, that was a monument to us. Wow. We also considered the half pipes a monument. So I mean, our step, our like. Bar for monuments is very low. Very, very low. <laughs> Are there any monuments? I mean, this this studio is clearly a monument where I live, but no visitors now. No visitors. The other thing I was kind of proud of seeing people do is, uh, like get their get their chops up on streaming. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people did find out, unfortunately, that to put together a good stream. You not only need some good audio equipment, but you need compute horsepower and you need a good internet connection. Mm -hmm. And I think that second one was probably a bigger challenge for more, more, most people than just having a fast enough computer 
to like take an image from a webcam, some audio, stick it together and put it through OBS, you know? And I think a lot of people learned that their internet fucking sucks. <laughs> or that their router, that your router is actually a device you should replace more than once every 10 years. Oh God, that's probably, that's probably the biggest problem with my internet here is that this router is like mm, maybe five or six years old and probably on its own has smoked like a gross cartons of cigarettes. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I haven't replaced Wi-Fi routers here, but that's because I don't really use Wi-Fi for anything important. Um, but I mean, I replace the Ethernet cables every summer. That's like Wi-Fi too, and mm -hmm. I keep the old ones or give them away or whatever. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people kind of figured out that, uh, and I think a lot of people also learned that because like about their internet that just because you have enough downward internet to like browse Facebook and everything seems snappy, then it doesn't mean you have fast enough internet to stream because that's a whole different story. The upstream. Mm -hmm. And uh, people, uh, people who are doing this started to figure out that their ISPs are ripping them off because they're giving, they're like selling you this shit that's like 800 megabit or whatever it is, but then they give you 15 megabit up. So if you ever actually want to do anything important with your internet, it takes some time. Right. Mm. I mean, I pay for, I pay for 800 down just to get 15 megabits up. Yeah. And wow. that's what I have. It's not a whole lot. You could at least have 30. <laughs> I, I mean i think if you i think when you buy your internet plan you should be able to just buy 800 megabit and then it just allows you 800 megabit you know either way yeah maxed out yeah. it maxed out in both directions it would be 400 you know right right because it's not like they it's not like they it's not like they don't have the equipment to give you that they just don't i don't know maybe most people don't care about that most people don't care about that but they could make some extra money by like being like, oh, you know, um, you know, here are our, here are our c content creator plans and they're like another 10%, right? But then they kill yeah. you. They like, they hack some off, they hack like a hundred off your downstream and then give you 20 up in return and bam, they just made 10 more bucks off of you by giving you less internet. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Don't teach these fuckers how to make a pawn their own goddamn Ponzi scheme. <laughs> If all of a sudden, if, if all of a sudden my, uh, my, 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 this show goes away and my Facebook and Twitter bio changed to, to chief marketing officer for Comcast, you know what happened. <laughs> uh, no, but I don't understand. Like, I think a lot of people figured that out is that you're like your ISP is screwing you. They, if you want to consume content, they're here for you. If you want to create content, they're not here for you. Right. And so, you know, I don't know, every, every once in a while I just call Comcast. I'm like, Hey, can you give me more upstream? And they're like, Oh, well you're blah, blah, blah. And we can give you this other plan. I'm like, no, no, no. I just mean, can you give me more upstream? They're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, I just want more upstream. I don't need a different plan. Can I have more, more upstream? And they usually say no. But one time they said, yes, they said, you know what? We'll uh, give you the same rate you're paying now. You'll get more downstream, but you'll also get more upstream. I said, thank you. Never hurts to ask. Right. And That's that resets awesome, it. Then that resets your fucking deal thing for the next two years too. So it's better to like better to better to call and ask for a better plan before your two years ends. But like that's a scam too. The whole thing's a fucking scam. And they're like people who want to. I mean, people who want to be able to stream 720p to Facebook should be able to do that. That's that ain't shit. 
their next door neighbors watching a 4k watching like 10 4k movies a day on netflix with their kids or whatever and it's just sucking down a hell of bits it's it's bizarre it's bizarre also data capture bullshit (laughs) free the data unleash the data cops unleash them but you know we did notice like for example sakura at first she was having big problems and then she like she hit me up and i'm like oh it's your upstream and i think she got a better router or i don't know what she did maybe ran a cable to her computer and then her streams looked great sounded great and um you know it was just it was neat seeing some of the people adapt um that thing sweet haya did where the drummer where they'd play live where the drummer would start to a click track and then he'd do a facebook live and then they'd capture his facebook live and play over that oh god that was so good dreamception until the very last uh layer was nahal and austin it by the time the drums got through all those layers it didn't sound that great but it was super cool super cool idea Mm. oh yeah uh, assignment earth you are correct you are correct um but don't worry tomorrow we'll be we'll be covering the mayhem about that tomorrow um so i have a song called uh brainwash by mannequin planet we haven't played it like at all it's so good we'll be right back do it the memory bank in our genetic robot tell us a fertile woman we have got to find her before we start using her for their insane experiments
It was brainwashed by Mannequin Planet. It's a little bit of like industrial. That uh, one of the singers in there is uh, Gwyneth Cube. No big deal from the White Act. No big fucking deal. No big deal. When uh, Guinevere Q called and that, and we had that thirsty guy on the Facebook live, on the Facebook v- uh, voice chat when she called, that was very funny. I played that for Darkling the other day because I have it in like MP3 form. And I fucking died laughing because that shit is so funny. Because fucking sex robot. Chip is. Chip has genius ideas on stream sometimes, and he actually then he actually like does them and they work and it's fucking perfect. That's one of the things. But also, I'm that shit would have got us kicked off of Twitch. <laughs> That's yeah, it probably would have. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to though. When we can all like be back and be back together for the show, I will only have to be hosting it for another seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Because then we swap. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It's a good host too. <laughs> no problemo. All the so much shit happening right now, but I guess half of it goes away once we're on the studio. True. My nightmare scenario, and that I'm just never going to let happen, is like two people here and then one person on remote. Absolutely not. What a fucking shit show. <laughs> what a fucking Come sh- on. What a fucking shit show that'll be. <laughs> No, nah, it's all or nothing. It's all remote or all in the studio. Like it can't be like mixing it up like that only works if you're like doing a like a, a like if two people are here and we're interviewing somebody who isn't local and the point of the conversation is to interview them, then it works. But otherwise, if it's like a panel and somebody's not here in the room, there's there's it just doesn't work. Right. We need we need somebody to come on board and, and join us. Well, you have you have fucking friends. You can send them that waiting room link. I got the waiting room pulled up here. Oh, what we're going to be able to do next week is one or both of you will also be able to monitor the waiting room and kick people over. Ooh. Let's do it. Well, I mean, we not right now, but you can send people the waiting room link. All right. Let me, uh, let me see if I can still function my mouse. While, while producer Juan scares us up another guest, here is, uh, it was the anthem at the beginning of the shelter in place. This is uh, You Ain't Doing Nothing by Sam Ruckus. I couldn't stay away They be telling y'all don't sleep on me Stay awake And I could give a damn about your jump shots and fadeaways Cause all they be looking at is my takeaways Try to keep up but don't mimic I'm so sporadic Chasing a dream and shitting on a fan favorite while I'm at it Impatience and frustrations got my behavior so erratic And everyone's got a story to tell but it's so anticlimactic Yeah And everything's so livid I'm warming up with this liquor that I'm sipping it's the way I'm living, 26 now when everything's so vivid I'm winning and I'm limping Damn, seems like everybody's got a gimmick I'm just trying to impress the world in under 15 minutes But let me take a second and soak this all in And share all these melodies that I've been lost in Yeah, I'ma jump out the window Y'all about to get hit I looked up in the mirror And said fuck that, I'm the shit 
Yeah, so check me out, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, check me out, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, so check me out, you ain't doing nothing. Check me out, you ain't doing nothing. And I told y'all I would never stop My never only stop. objective is to top the last shit I drive shit I And I drive. wanna story tell but I ain't got no plot Damn. So making the pin bleed is all I really got Ayo, I was told I speak to an older generation The rush just feels amazing but I can't really explain it And I'm working every day but never working on my patience I just speak from the heart and never seek for validation And rest in peace grandma, your son is my goddamn hero I was raised to be a man of honor like De Niro And I'm so blessed that the work ethic is there and I'm so blessed I was given the strength to bear Anything that crosses my path And I hope y'all watching An adversary sign is not enough Anyone that says caution And I'ma stop overthinking And focus on the fundamentals Bossing up now Making sure nothing is accidental What? I'ma jump out the window Y'all about to get hit I looked up in the mirror Said fuck that, I'm the shit Yeah, so check me out You ain't doing nothing yeah, check me out, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, so check me out, you ain't doing nothing. Check me out, you ain't doing nothing. I'm a beast, I was born under elephants' back. You can find me in the Rockies, bumping heads with the ramps. I used to sit back, but now I take the lead when I dance. I keep a clenched fist that you can never reach with my hands. I needed to cover more ground with the swing of a pin. Throughout the blueprint, I'm back on my bullshit again. My only objective is move up in the list. So I learned to draw with my elbow and not with my wrist. Yeah, the only competition's the reflection To the last good fight that I'll ever know You'll never see me in public and that's except for shows Truth is I don't fuck with anybody except for those I chose Y'all already know the drill, let the record play I'm feeling a lot lighter, getting rid of all this dead weight Dropped an EP, that's an album, an album that's a double And motherfuck your opinions, I'm a bad motherfucker, what's up? I'ma jump out the window Y'all about to get hit up in the mirror Said fuck that, I'm the shit Yeah, so check me out You ain't doing nothing Yeah, check me out You ain't doing nothing Yeah, so check me out You ain't doing nothing Check me out You ain't doing nothing Check me out, you ain't doing nothing. That was Sam Ruckus. Juan Maserati. What was that shit, the jam? I'm sorry, what was that, sir? What was that shit, the jam? That was the jam. Sam Ruckus is, you know, his music. I love his music, man. Got that vibe, that soul, you know? Absolutely, we have a lot of good hip-hop. We have a lot of good everything, except uh, we only have a little bit of blues and jazz. I'd really like to get some local country music. That'd be a lot of fun. Expand it. We'll expand it. I'd play some mariachi music, even if like it's in, you know, a different language. Somebody sent me there. <laughs> somebody sent me any music, really. If it was local and original, I would play it on this show. Because that's how we do. You go to ecoplexmedia.com slash submit, and you can uh, submit your local music. Bay Area will be a little <clears throat> forgiving if you're a little out of the Bay Area, but if you're from upstate New York, we're, that's not the Bay Area. But if you're famous and you're from upstate New York, uh, come on the panel. Tell your friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Sam was on our when we did sofa the spring sofa last year, and he was probably one of the one of the best uh, streams that we had that day. Hmm. Super super good. He was all nervous and shit. He's like, "Am I doing okay?" It's like, "Dude, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine." Go, <laughs> rap, motherfucker. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sam Ruckus is that type of cat where, you know, his his melodies are just really, um, you know, really just lovable. Right. Uh, all his songs and just really good music. But he's one of those guys that you would think would have, like, that you hear a song like that and you're like, why isn't this playing, like, during, like, the montage of people fucking smoking the fattest joint in a movie? Mm-hmm. That you could possibly fucking smoke, but like he's got all this fucking talent, and he we we met him through a friend who knew him from Tra- Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that, that's that South Bay Trader Joe's music connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this great fucking rapper. Oh yeah, where's he from? Trader Joe's. Oh shit, really? <laughs> On our level. Yeah. Oh, somebody in the chat said that we're awesome. That's J Train Johnson. Thank you. Uh, we're just chatting about local music and playing jams by mostly our friends here in uh, the San Jose area and the rest of the Bay Area. If you got any friends that do music out here, fucking send them our way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, oh, me. shit. Oh, shit. Somebody uh, has answered the call. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. The echo. <laughs> yeah, we have a pretty bad echo. Hold on. Up. Fixed. Fixed. Healed. Healed. How you doing, Curtis? Oh, I'm alive. I'm well. How are you guys doing? Same. <laughs> good, good. Man, man. Can't wait till tomorrow morning, you know? Yep, Dude. yep. <laughs> It's gonna feel great. I'm a. We're gonna sleep. We're. I'm gonna sleep through it, and then we'll cover the civil war that either does or doesn't happen afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I, I I renamed it uh, from all the uh, for all the snowflakes on the right. Uh, I named it the the snivel war. <laughs> I I have to quit now. <laughs> we better hope this. We better hope this guy doesn't like hook up OBS and start making fun of videos. This guy's way funnier and, and fucking <laughs> articulate. I think he's a bit of a luddite. Otherwise, we'd be fucked. He runs a Mac, so he wouldn't. <laughs> I could never do what you do. You're a dirty Mac user. <laughs> you are. You are. But it's okay. We love you anyway. Mac yeah. is hella punk rock. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sad oversight. It's a sad. Oversight. Welcome to the cranky to Gen the X, panel, X. Everybody, welcome to the cranky Generation X music stream, y'all. Cranky Generation X music stream. Love True. It. So what's on the what's the haps? What's what are you guys doing? Now uh, we're pl- playing jams and. uh I don't know, talking to people in the chat. Uh, somebody said just kind of a shout out from Austin. Um, 
we got a uh, American Dream former bassist from uh, the Ruffies is in the chat here, and we got like some of our regular Twitch people. Um, we've been talking about like just kind of sort of a little bit of hopefulness for you know the coming year and maybe towards the end of the year being able to start having shows again, and then going back to despair, being like, well, will any of the places that we have shows at not be like a, a wine bar, and then. <laughs> wine bar no no that's thinking way too high we're gonna be like in people's backyards no but that's what because the place that you used to do a show is now like a wine bar with like a bunch of people drinking white wine and and saying well i really like the police (laughs) yeah i don't even know if it's gonna be that cool (laughs) i think it's gonna be i I think it's gonna be a hundred thousand people wanting to explode with musical and artistic creativity and no venues I'll fucking turn my house into a venue. Don't even play. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I think I think all houses need to become venues for like at least the first like two or three months. James and Michelle Perry's place is going to be fucking cracking. Yeah, right. Just pumping the bands right through. (laughs) Right through that old fucking church. Oh, like the. I just can't even wait. Like the first bike party is going to be amazing because all these fucking people that have ever been to bike party are going to go. Yeah, yeah. it'll also because it's outside. It might be a it might be allowed and safe before other stuff. So it's gonna. I I I usually DJ at big events at bike party, but if it's gonna be the first one back out, I kind of want to just drink seven hundred and fifty milliliters of vodka and ride bike party. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) Have you done bike party before, Curtis? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Bike party is amazing, especially. I don't know, like second or third year in, they had uh, the biggest one that they had ever done, and I was there for it. It was uh, they they estimated about seven thousand people at that yeah. uh, that particular one. That's the one where we met underneath the bridge, uh, underneath the overpass uh, uh, by the Children's Discovery Museum. If you remember that one, oh, that's mm. a, I've pl- oh I know where you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. that's the beginning point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the beginning point. Uh, most of the downtown rides, they do it there now because it's a little more organized and they've figured out places where they never get fucked with. Mm, mm. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've been on a couple of them. Uh, well, every time I've been on one, they've had a different starting point. But I've been to that it. place a couple times. The other place I've, we've had as a starting place and a regroup a couple times is that, uh, that big parking lot at um, 880 and I want to say 880 Tasman. Like for the mm. for the I eight eighty Milpitas light rail station right there, is yeah, that massive yeah. VTA lot? That's another place that it either starts yeah. or like regroups at. Yeah, uh, they the last one I went to, they they did it over by my house over on thirteenth. Uh, the there's like a government facility of some sort and it has a big ass parking lot. I can't remember what they do, but that's where they had the voting, the uh, South Bay voting. So. Yeah, bike yeah. party. Bike party's great. These two have both been, but have never ridden because I don't drive and I like to DJ bike party. So, and chauffeuring oh. me around for bike party is actually a good time. Yeah, yeah. no, it's fun. <laughs> she took her kids. She took her kids. Uh, it was July 2018. She took her kids, and the fucking mayor was there and shit. It was dope. Nice. <laughs> I look up and like Sam Licardo is like cutting a rug while I'm DJing. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. He's getting hella crunk, man. Nah, he's he's like he's like nah, he's like upper he's like he's like upper middle class dancing. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> gets gets a little wild gets gets a little wild and bends his knees a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's a loop in his head that's like it's like every minute is a picture opportunity every minute <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah so the first time i brought my friend brandon to play with me at bike party the police helicopters were going over when we were at uh, the discovery meadow and he's yeah. like brandon's like oh shit the cops are here we're gonna get arrested and over the loudspeaker the on the fucking chopper the cops go bike party and then they fly off <laughs> like, fool, we're not getting arrested for DJing at bike party. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is fucking bike party. Yeah, I, I, I do like the fact that that uh, one on one of the first bike parties that I attended, the person that was with me was like, "Oh man, the, there's a police up ahead. They're gonna mess with us. They're gonna mess with us." And the police were like, uh, "Everybody to the left. Everybody's going to the left. Just okay, follow everybody to the left." Left. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So like we just don't want to see anybody get hurt. Don't ro- the the traffic's over there. Well, yeah. and and it's reached a critical mass at this point that if they were to shut it down, it would be very bad press because like literally yeah. politicians go to bike party to campaign for like Was, city council and for like county supervisor. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's it's illegal technically, but it's so ingrained in San Jose now. But I, I don't I don't know if it's illegal. I mean, I think they actually reach out the the the, the people that. Put on bike party they actually reach out to the police they oh. actually reach out to the you know i i don't think it's illegal it's illegal to 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 block the lanes and you brought it up uh uh by saying um uh it's reached a critical mass well critical mass is what started all this and they were you know a protest thing and they would do it just to block the entire damn street and they would take their time uh, bike party is a different thing. It's like everybody rides in the right lane. Everybody understands. Every once in a while, you get that one jerk that's that wants to, you know, weave back and forth between cars and cause uh, and and kick somebody's door. Yeah, everybody uh, talks shit to that guy though. Yeah, yeah. The whole crowd is like, "Get out of here, <laughs> go home." Yeah, go home. you know, um, I got in after it was small, but uh, Mark, who uh, organized it, he's a friend of mine, and I'm, I actually help plan the ride sometimes. I'm in the yeah. little group, which is really great because they've been super cool to me, and they've allowed me the biggest crowd I've ever DJed for in San Jose. Yeah. and um, But I don't think they like ask the police. I think they give the police the route. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. like, here's the route. And my understanding, I was when Mark was telling me, he was telling me at the beginning that it was radical, and sometimes the police would tell everybody to go home, and people would be like, "Well, no, we're just riding our bikes." And at the beginning, mm-hmm. there were confrontations with the police. Yeah, with the, the police bike party. The, yeah, they had to. They had to realize what they were doing. You know, when you see a bunch of people riding bicycles and ringing bells and yelling, "Bike party!" <laughs> it's, it's a different experience than you know uh, seeing critical mass going. You know, fuck your cars, fuck your cars. <laughs> um, Everybody's got fucking lights and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I saw once was we were riding and there was a car stuck in it, and I was like a few, I was like behind or whatever. But the girl rolled down her window and she was like, "I just got my driver's license." <laughs> And so, like, a bunch of the bikes slowed down, and a bunch of the bikes sped up, and we're telling everybody to, like, get out of the way. Like, this person is a new... It was so cool. (laughs) It was, like, the coolest, nicest thing I've ever seen a crowd of people do. They were like, oh, well, we're we're going to... We're going to not get run over by this person and get them the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wrong place, right time. 
Well, hopefully she came back and wrote the, the following month. Yeah. Yeah. We got John Renna in the chat. Uh, hello, hello. He says, tell Curtis to play Soul Breakdown. <laughs> and uh, hi. Hi, John. We love you, too. Oh, yeah. We do love John Renna. Hey, John Renna, you can hit a bang panel and join join the show if you want. If you have, like, a camera and you're not feeling shy, we'd love to have you. Come on up. But you're also welcome to just hang out in the chat. You've been a mainstay in the local of chat, and we appreciate that because it's Sometimes it's uh sometimes it's a little sometimes it's a little quiet in here. Oh, how'd your show go today, Curtis? Oh, it was pretty good. Uh, uh, well, you know, we had three guests. They were all great guests, but one of them dropped out of the feed right when we hit go. And the one thing about the the Facebook chat room experience is that once you drop out, you can't be invited back in because it's a it's a live licensing thing with them. So, so we were like, bye. <laughs> and we, and we held it down. I mean, the, the, the two guys that were on were, uh, really good friends of ours from way back in the day. We had lots of stories to tell, lots of road, uh, uh, nonsense, uh, that we could keep people entertained with. And so the people that chimed in said it was, uh, one of the funniest episodes they've seen in a while. Oh, good. Yeah. That's real yeah. good. That's real good. And, uh, yeah, it was- like I said, I just hope you never like equipment up because uh, we're in trouble if you do. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but you know, hey, like, I'll take it. Start installing <laughs> interfaces and microphones and shit so that your shit sounds good all the time, man. If you, you start doing that, we're fucked. Lies. Lies. <laughs> I am no good at what I do. <laughs> I'm a professional hey. loser. I lose every day. I'm a musician for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Oh no, no. Juan, have you uh, been tuning into Curtis's show? Yeah, he was on the first one. I was like on, yeah, one of the first uh, guests on the show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, let me. Uh, I'll I'll tell the story of of Juan's uh, Juan becoming the first guest on on my show. Uh, Juan was uh, was jumped into a chat room that I opened up, and uh, I had a couple people in there, and I said, hey. There's a new button that says live. Do you want to find out what happens? And everyone's like, no, I'm out of here. Click. <laughs> and one's like, yeah, cool. One's like, I do hair. this all the time. <laughs> Bring it on. That was it. We just went for it. He's Echoplex trained. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, wait, my hair doesn't look messy enough. Hold on. Let me pull on it a little bit. <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of gnar- gnarly that day. Yeah, yeah it's kind of biscuit-like. It was just kind of just hovering, <laughs> <laughs> like like Wani Bravo. <laughs> Wani Bravo. Juan would look pretty fly with a pompadour. <laughs> uh, imagine him with just like a ton of like slick in his hair oh my god <laughs> dude yeah, curtis do you remember when, when far too, too many curtis do you remember when far too many dudes had a pompadour in san jose too many yeah too many just wait like you see a pompadour <laughs> once or twice a year you're like that's awesome you see it like 10 times a year and you're like oh, i don't really know about this and you see it every yeah. friday you're like well this is stupid <clears throat> <laughs> one well, seems like a dapper dan man 
I was once uh, consoling a friend that, that had a uh, rockabilly band and he had just lost a singer. And he's like, man, I wish I could find a good singer. And I said, well, I'm a pretty decent singer, but I ain't got the hair for it. <laughs> and we just kind of looked at each other like, hmm. You could have mm. rocked a bolo hat, though. <laughs> I mean, that look hey, isn't oh, just one look. Holy. Yeah, the rockabilly look, there's, there's, the rockabilly look is pompadour. You can put the, you know, if you put on the little cabbie hat, you kind of ride that, that like, I think he's in a Celtic rock band. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd have to start getting tattoos of like, you know, like women straddling a bass. Hey, look, look who's here. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, yes. Don't. Got that in there? Fuck, you yes. sound great. Hey, all right, nice. all right. Look at that. Look at that. Holy moly! Echo. I think I gotta mute you on the Twitch side. Oh. Yeah, yeah, definitely gotta mute us on the Twitch side. It's like a second behind, which is actually kind of oh, amazing how how short it is behind because. My video is being sent to my own relay server and then to Twitch and then back to you. And Facebook is probably like 35, 40 seconds behind right now. If you're watching on Facebook, come to twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. That's where the fuck it is. All right. That's where the fuck it is. Oh, it always fucks me up every time I'm doing one of your shows and, and I'm like trying to get on and it, the Facebook's delayed. Yeah. Like you said, like 45 seconds. It always throws me way off. But this but is way, this OBS Ninja is way easier, right? This is cool. This is cool to be able to jump in. I um, I just put the kids down a little bit ago, and I was like, "Hey, it's Tuesday, and I got to jump on and see who's in." And what do I see here? But several of my homies. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got it. We've got. There's like this thing's pretty versatile. And next time you play for us, you'll log in. I think the same way you just did. Yeah. And then you'll get brought in, and you'll be able to hear us. And then when we announce that you're on, you're on, and you're like in the room because uh, that's awesome. Because. Because people join this without a pro audio setup. It's not set up like that right now. But when we, <clears throat> if everybody is, it'll just send me wave audio from your fucking computer. That's good to know. I just so happened to be kind of set up because I was getting ready to record some music tonight. So, so you're like, yeah. instead of doing something interesting, I'm going to come on local love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, hey, tell everybody a little about yourself. They, uh, the, the audience already knows Curtis because Curtis is in here a lot. So. Well, you guys all know me. Well, right, but there's people that are supposed to. Be, oh, there were people that you were talking people. to a moment ago. Yeah, and there's well, a podcast I'm, that goes out too. Hi, people. I'm I'm John Renna, um, aka the Red Eye Jedi, uh, lifelong monkey fan and follower, and uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and um, no, I mean, just part of the local scene here in the South Bay and. And, um, you know, it actually all kind of started with Curtis at a monkey show, uh, their, their number two show actually at the Los Gatos teen center with the janitors against apartheid. It must've been like 15, which makes Curtis really fucking old. And, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that, that show. Cause it totally changed my whole life. It was like, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. I, I got to be here for my music and the, just yeah it all kind of clicked for me at a young age so um you know although i wasn't able to kind of put it together in like a band over the years i just kind of kept doing my my music and doing the singer songwriter thing so that's what i'm doing nice 
Good deal. Smoking on yeah, some of that yeah. nice stuff. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Much respect. So, how y'all doing? How, how's the New Year treating you? Uh, good so far. We're excited for tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> as I'm sure lots of people are. Um, but yeah, we're just kind of recapping over, like, over this last year, like, how, like, proud of some people we've become for up in their stream game and still, like, trying to get their music out there, even though there hasn't been any shows. And, like, when there is shows, what places are still even going to be around for us to go to? Is everybody's house just going to have to become a venue? I think we already decided yes on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, music, yeah. music feels like it kind of got lost in the shuffle this year for sure with a lot of things. I, I know a lot of people kept trying to to do their thing, which was awesome to see. It kind of gave some of us something to watch. I mean, I know Nihal and Austin were just relentless this last year with their mm -hmm. videos and streaming. And, and it was great to see Monkey the last couple months do some of their practices and stuff. And I know the the Rebels Camp guys have been kind of doing doing their thing behind the scenes. So Looking forward to kind of hearing what everybody's gonna kind of come out with when when all this kind of ends. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back out there and just seeing live music again. Like, fuck, you don't realize how much you miss it and how much you miss people and and everything. You, I mean, like I was saying, I've been going to shows since I was 15. I just turned 40 <laughs> last week, so I'm like, fuck, I don't have that that connection of my life anymore it's very much missing right yeah so the home venues <laughs> this is the home venues is the uh is the is the fix for right now my garage. garage venue uh, double wide <laughs> we do our first show there Dude, I would play a show in a double wide if it was air conditioned. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll tell I'll tell a story. We uh, we were on the tour about two years ago, no, a year and a half, two years ago, and uh, we played a little town, little, and when I say little town, I mean a speck called Bullhead City, Arizona speck of a town and it's right next to a lake right it's right uh, or next to the, the the river that feeds into lake lake havasu right so lots of boating community you know that sort of thing lots of retirees and uh we played uh this bar there's nobody at the bar uh there's this elderly <laughs> couple like that one of my like shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a there's this older couple and uh you know old guy bald big handlebar stash and and his wife and they look like your classic like used to be hell's angel hell's angels biker couple from california right mm -hmm. like living out the last shreds of their money in the in the middle of the desert right and uh, they they they're there they're hanging out and there's a couple of meth heads and whatnot you know and we're playing our music and we keep saying hey if anybody wants to put the band up and we're and now it's become a joke because there's like four people in the fucking joint right mm -hmm. Well, the meth heads come up and they're like, you should come over to our house. We're going to party. Like they're really like spinning. Right. And we're like, man, we got to find a way right. to get rid of the meth heads. And then finally the elderly couple comes up and says, Hey, why don't you just stay at our house? And I was like, that sounds delightful. So we followed them through this desert community 
dirt roads, you know, houses and stuff, but they were like, it drifted from houses to like houses and cabanas and, and, and RVs and that kind of thing. And uh, we got to the house and I'm like, Hey, this isn't, isn't a bad place. And he goes, Oh, oh you guys aren't staying in the house. You're staying in, in the RV. <laughs> and I was like, now that's a little strange. He's like, no, 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 no. Let me show you. Opens up the RV. It's from like 1982 or something. Like it's one of those RVs that never moves, but it's in pristine condition. It's got all the deluxe couches and the, 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 the separated rooms and the bathroom and everything. And he's like, you know what? It's yours. Just do whatever you want to do. We'll, we'll clean it up in the morning. You guys have a good night. You're the greatest band we've seen in years here. So we hung out with them and they cooked us uh, breakfast in the morning, came out of the RV and they're like, come get coffee. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and that was our RV tour experience. That's awesome. Dude. That's yeah. Awesome. That's, a, that's a great story. Um, I, I feel like I wish the story would have been, well, I guess we have to follow these meth heads because I feel like that would have been, a <laughs> you know, I think the meth heads would have been, uh, we, we've, we followed a couple of meth heads in our life and, uh, usually doesn't come out very well. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely doesn't come out with somebody making you breakfast in the morning for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There, none of them motherfuckers have had breakfast in 90 days. So why would they make you or breakfast? Morning. <laughs> it's just one continuous. <laughs> They're like, they're like, anybody got some Snicker bars? <laughs> I love a Snicker bar. Me of the, the time I went on this grand tour to Mountain View. Uh, to <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that neighborhood. I'm like, I'm really far from home. Can I crash on your couch? Yeah. Like, That's <laughs> honestly about the farthest I've ever toured was Mountain View. I don't think I've ever gone outside of the South Bay, which oh, says a lot about <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't toured, but I've, the last time I DJed out of town was a long time ago. And one of the DJs that was with us, the promoters were cheap and they got three of us a suite and it was fine. Cause there were like three places to sleep, but the one did dude did like too much cocaine and trashed the hotel room. And it was just a bad scene, but it was in Las Vegas and he's a friend of mine and he still seems okay. So I guess like, but like most of my other playing out of town experiences have been like uneventful. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll get you a hotel room for two nights. And I'm like, no, please just one. I just need to get, <laughs> can you get me a late checkout? I'm not trying to stay in LA for two days. Fuck off. You didn't even put me in Santa Monica. <laughs> but playing out of town is always an adventure. And I've never done it like back to back and been on tour, like as a DJ, because it turns out that nobody likes the records that I play. And so, but, uh, out of town gigs are always fun. And like a lot of the best stories we've had from bands have had to do with out of town gigs. One, do you have a fun out of town gig story from the rebels camp? We heard, we heard Rena's. It was a uh, mountain view. I was probably there. <laughs> it was with the uh, panhandlers union. Hey man. Uh, yeah, that was when, uh, we did the, uh, the, we got on the, the, the oh, hope I'm saying this right. The vans warp tour. And oh yeah. We're, that was a that was a pretty awesome experience, you know. It was like it, it gave you like just a small taste of what it would be like being on the road, and you know, you, you when you you see all these tour buses lining up and stuff, and and the amount of of tech, technical requirements to set something up like that, it's pretty pretty awesome to see it. Yeah, we we did a we did a handful of days the warp tour 
and uh, it is a grind. It is a grind. It's not. It's not worth it for 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 what for you get paid like 150, 200 bucks to be at the show, and they're like, man, as an opening band, you have the greatest opportunity in the world. And you play, and the crowd that you you start your show, and the crowd fills in a little bit, and they're like, mm, "No, nah, we got to go see this other band." Right. And the crowd just literally evacuates right in the middle of your set, and then suddenly, like the last song, every time there's a huge crowd in front of you, but they're not dancing because they're waiting for you to get off because the people behind you are going to be the people that they're waiting for. So you see these mass masses move back and forth at least until but, the place fills out but if you're first that's not yeah yeah i mean well we were never first first but you know uh, the, here's the real problem with it you know they're low pay i i get it i get it the 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 crowds being fickle i totally get it you know you you you, you have to own them got it we can do that but the problem is is that they have a 6 a.m checkout or check-in you have to be there at 6 a.m. or you get dropped. Okay. So, and, and they'll, they'll, they'll literally say, turn your van around. You're not playing tonight. Right. Ooh. So you have to be in that line at 6 a.m. And when you get off stage, the first thing that happens is other bands come up to you and they're like, hey, come over to my, 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 my vehicle. We got this, you know, gigantic luxury liner bus. And this is the band that you should be talking to. You should be making connections with, but they got a driver. They got a professional driver and that driver is going to start the van and drive directly to the 6 a.m. block. And it's fucking eight or eight or nine hours away. And he's already done whatever he has to do to stay awake He's getting paid for this. He does this professionally. So the band can do whatever they want. So they're out there barbecuing at 10 p.m. And they're begging you to stay. And you're like, we can't stay. We don't have drivers. Like, <laughs> the band has to drive. And if yeah. we're going to survive tomorrow, we have to do it in shifts. Yeah. How the fuck and are you so going to get your soul breakdown if you don't get a good night's sleep? <laughs> yeah. You passed. Yeah, how you hey, it's not the, my fault. You wrote the, like the hardest song to, that you uh, fucking hate playing. Hey, how are you going to keep the fickle crowd from leaving if you're like falling asleep on your trombone? <laughs> uh, what an sure. experience, though, sure. just to kind of get that under your belt and say that you've done a warp tour. I mean, that's I mean that's something you can tell your fucking band. Yeah, yeah, in a in a way, in a way, but in a way you. Like the best, okay. So the best thing about uh, we 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 did a warp tour where we only did one date, and then we did a, a warp tour where we did I think we did five dates, and the five date one was uh, probably the best thing about it. Uh, there's two, the two things that are the best thing about warp tour is that if you are invited to the first show, van shows up, the vans of the the shoe company shows up, and they literally have uh, two or three thousand boxes of vans divided between this is the you know size eight these are the size nines these are the size tens and as a band member you have basically a ticket you can walk in and grab whatever you want out of that pile wow and they're all the shoes that didn't sell to anybody right so they're the horrible colors they're like but if you're green. in a band that's also what you want yeah, yeah. yeah you want something that's just like obnoxious trendsetter so, uh, trendsetter 
and rare because yeah, exactly. they stopped making exactly. them because they're ugly. <laughs> yeah, I remember mine were uh, were uh, sky blue um, uh, velveteen kind of thing. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's they're, it's funny listening. It's funny listening to that because because like in like where where I'm from, like like sort of DJing. Like for a while, I was playing like bigger shows where there were like touring acts and stuff, mm-hmm. and there was 6am was like not even in the, in the vocabulary. Like the other, I felt like if I was playing at like 11, the other DJs would make fun of me if I showed up at nine 30. Yeah. But then I'd be like, well, you're here already. So you must've played earlier than me, but (laughs) I would, you were, what you were talking about with the multiple stages, I would always ask, are there multiple rooms? And the promoter would say, yeah. And I'd be like, who's playing at the same time as me. (laughs) And if I found out they were more popular than me, I'd be like, oh, you know, I mean, it's just going to be $800. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like to play early because I want to get home by Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> you know, as I got as I got older, I wanted to play earlier and earlier and earlier. Right when I was like twenty five, I was like, I was like, "How late's the party go?" They're like five. I'm like, "Put me on at four. Because <laughs> everybody's still there, really wants to be there, right? Yeah, yeah. And like at a multi room event, there'd be less rooms open at four. Now. They're like, oh, we're throwing a rave. I'm like, what time does your party start? They're like 11. I'm like, I can't play. Because <laughs> I don't want to open, right? Like, you don't want to open. If, especially, like, I don't want to open because I play this, like, kind of frantic disco music. And, like, what's the person after me going to play, you know? And But then if I want to be there at a time that people are there, it's like two. But then it's not in San Jose. And it's just it's just it's just a big mess, and I don't we can't play ravey rave. Well, there's none no ravey raves anymore either, but I can't play ravey raves. <laughs> oh, you know on, on a down ballot we were talking about uh, the guy uh, that if you all remember Ghost Ship that uh, rave venue that burned down, yeah. the guy finally like took a plea deal and like basically did his time served, and everybody was mad about it. And like I was thinking like the venue owner, the person who owned that building, like nothing happened to yeah. him nothing happened to the person that owned that building. And I think that's pretty bad because they certainly knew what was going on there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They shirked responsibility. I mean, they had the, the right to, to boot everybody out or at least make people fire, uh, uh, follow fire laws and that sort of thing. Um, uh, but there's also, there was also a little bit of grumbling over whether or not uh, these were people that um that whether the fire was started by an external source i.e people that were in competition with the ghost ship you know what i I got a little bit of a tweaker vibe so that doesn't sound um untenable but also like a friend of a friend was like had been there and they were like running a rave sound system off of two orange extension cords yeah and so i feel like that might also be the cause of the fire yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, I, 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 the, the reality is when you, when you saw the before pictures, there were literally just, uh, uh staircases, massive staircases made out of, uh, made, made out of pallets. And, and there were tapestries, otherwise known as kindling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard from a couple of different QAnon theorists that they were filming an episode of Forged in Fire there and things got out of control. So I don't know. <laughs> something to think about. Yeah, <laughs> dry humor. Wait across the streams, John. Dry humor. <laughs> no, but like, I couldn't imagine being a promoter for a rave and then throwing a, a a rave in a spot where like there's hella people's couches and shit, like next to the DJ. Like, 
even like or for a rock show if you're going to do an illegal rock show not at a club what you want is like a blank fucking square warehouse that you can cram yeah. a bunch of people in hopefully yeah. with a roll-up door yeah 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 we did uh, I would, I would uh, be on the couch next to the dj probably probably our our first or second attempt at a show uh we did a uh a, a full-on massive concert in my living room and i remember just gutting the living room and anything that i couldn't get out of the living room i literally like drilled nails into the wall or screws into the wall and then roped it to the wall so that you know if, if people were pitting they'd <laughs> they'd hit it and it wouldn't fall on them and uh and uh, i was it was good to do that because there was literally a, a 150 person pit inside my house do you remember back in the day seeing shows like that all the time where you just go to some random house party in like sunnyvale yeah. and there'd be like san leandro bands in a living room and there'd be mosh pits and just castor valley cheapest mouth canyon drinking and yep you know, uh, man, we were was... we were going to those parties too but it wasn't usually bands and moshing it was usually like djs and meth mdma yeah but yeah, there were a lot more big house parties. Maybe it's just because you're younger and you found out where the big house parties were. I don't think that there's, but also like, I don't know, like maybe the cops like fuck with house parties more now. I don't know. Well, but see, I never went to a, like a rave or a, a party where there was like, you DJ. would love a rave. I've never, ever been all of my friends that were all into that. They were all off doing, you know, psychedelics and going to raves. I was busy going to punk shows and going to fucking see Curtis play. You know, that's where you could find me. And so, you know, I think that that stood a longer kind of test of time than for, for me than, you know, some of the other shit would have. Yeah, we're just know? like house parties, though. I wonder if we're just too old for house parties or if we have a house party, do they invite you over for dinner and it's like an adult affair and you enjoy it because you're also an adult? I think all of the above. I think I have thrown both here. <laughs> but I'm lucky enough to where like the house that we're in right now is 100% suitable for a house party. Nice. As long my as just the homies. Suitable for a house party as well. And for my 40th birthday, I want a uh, monkey to play, but my 40th birthday just happened. So that's not going to happen. Now. No, but, mine too. Mine was in September and I wanted to have a big old fucking party for my 40th birthday and it was just like, to eh. have a rager down the line and just make up for time lost. But what what what's uh, uh what we need to do is now? find somebody else's house to have the rager at. That's the first rule of having a rager. Have it at someone else's house. Yeah. But how how old are you now? Me? Yeah. I just turned 40 on the 1st. Well, you know that that we we would never celebrate a 40th birthday. It's always 42. 42 gotcha. 42 is the number <laughs> i thought it was 29 again that you keep celebrating it's for, 42 is the uh the the meaning of life the universe and everything true well According since we got, since we got john renna yeah. here i'm gonna play a john renna song this is back to san jose because we've been talking a lot about san jose why it's a good song and then i'm gonna play I'm, I'm gonna play a song by a monkey next so hey this album's almost a year old already can you believe that I think you were the last person to play live in this studio. Yeah. Yeah, you were the last person to play in here. Anyway, well, back to San Jose by John Renna. We're going to call that a segment. We'll be back in just a minute with more local love.
All right, everybody, we back. That was Back to San Jose by John Renna. <laughs> Fuck yeah, John Renna. Hey, Chip, welcome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again. What's up? Sorry I'm late. <laughs> no worries. No worries. You know what I miss is being able to fucking hand the show over to you after the first hour. Oh, man, sure. I remember those days. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those days when we all actually like got in the studio and smoked together. This is... This is this is stonage. It's been a whole year. It's still been an adjustment for me. I have lots of pictures of us handing joints to each other. <laughs> what? No. I do. No. There's ah. no photographic evidence of us smoking copious amounts of marijuana in the studio. What? It's perfectly legal. I don't see why there wouldn't be. So last That's time true. we had you on, we didn't even ask you to tell the people about yourself. Can you tell the people a little bit about yourself, what you're oh. doing here, and how you came to be here, and like why you're not doing something more interesting with your time? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Chip Deville, and I am part of the Local Love team here on Aquaplex Media, and I'm also a DJ and musician, as well as a sometimes co-host slash intern. Um, and 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 I'm I'm here because I am I am grounded. My office got closed, and so everybody got sent home for two weeks, and I am grounded. And it's been a it's I should not spend this much time alone. Like that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I'm healthy. So Good. Job, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair is straight, Ashley. I like this. This is different. I was like I was telling at the beginning of the stream, I was like, I need to like somebody to join the Patreon at the fucking dingle hopper level. Because anybody who's like a Disney fan knows what a dingle hopper is, right? You know, a dingle. Look how look how long look I need a haircut. Somebody save me. <laughs> I could be I could like brush it all in front of me and be cousin it for the whole stream. You could just like put it out a window and have like Jerry Monster climb up the window and be like, I'm coming to you, babe. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a mop. It's going to consume me. <laughs> but at least I could bleach it and fucking dye it myself. Thank God for that. I just shaved my head now. I'm so lazy. <sighs> definitely definitely looks fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's so much easier. Yeah, it's be a mom cut. <laughs> That's what I, I love. What I, the, the most important thing I learned during shelter in place is that I actually don't have to spend twenty seven dollars every three or three to six months on a haircut because <laughs> I like usually wear a hat anyway. You just take a take a little take, get get like a good pair of clippers and just shave your fucking head with a little protector on it so that you're not chrome doming it and you're good. I feel it yourself, and then I just have my wife kind of square me up in the back, and I'm good. I oh shit! I don't have a wife. I wonder what the back <laughs> of my head looks like. You should get one. <laughs> well, no, that I mean maybe maybe not. I mean, that would Here, suck just, for her. Turn around on camera real fast. We'll keep an eye out for you. Oh, we got you. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah, I guess a little bit on the right side. It's cool. one of those mail order brides, Dave. Or maybe one of those male brides. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> just one of those male brides, you know, just for, just for you know, certain things. You know, it doesn't have to be. Uh, for, like, the whole thing. You know I mean? You, <laughs> you, need, some, you need enchiladas. You need uh, somebody I, to take the car for a wash. I don't know if anybody if anybody out there has seen uh, the George Clooney interview uh, that's happened recently. It's uh, one of those stupid Access Hollywood videos, you know, interviews with George Clooney. And uh, he admitted to using Flobies to cut his hair. <laughs> you know Flobies, right? The, yeah. the vacuum and the... 
Yeah. Clean or attachment that that, that cuts hair as it cuts. Yeah. You know what? Like a lot of people find Clooney attractive, and I feel like maybe I should cut my hair with a Floby too, so I can like. But that's that's the crazy thing is 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 here's this uh you know million dollar actor and and they said wow you know you cut your hair with a Floby wow that that that's a long time ago he's like no actually I I have. Uh, I'll go get. I'll go grab it. You know, out there though, like some stylist out there heard that interview and was like, just pissed. They're like that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> it turns out George Clooney doesn't look good just because his hair is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing is 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 if you like if you like even tempered blase haircut, he's got it nailed. It's perfect every time. Right. He's always had every hair is <laughs> It's vacuumed to the appropriate length. Also, I, like I just no need mess. somebody who can cut a straight line. Yeah. So what? I just need uh, I just need somebody who can cut a straight line. Well, that's a floby. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's a little different with mine. You need ex- you need an attachment for it like this fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> clog that gotta, motherfucker and like just bring seconds. a shop back in you know just get it <laughs> <laughs> and that's what give her monster any ideas he's already afraid i'm gonna shave my head i've threatened it a couple of times i'm like i could just shave the sides it'd be fine he's like fucking no <laughs> hold on hold on hold on riveting radio on Echoplex media live Hey, this is COVID Cope on Local Love, okay? Can you just, like, forgive us a moment? Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to the COVID Cope Club. <laughs> Today, we're going to learn about music and marijuana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of music and marijuana, you should probably play some ass. Ooh. I think so. We opened with ass, but that doesn't mean we can't... Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on in what I said. I is there a song you got to hear? Wait, I heard you were going to play some monkey. Oh, yeah. Can I request a monkey song? I have no. Do not request. You gotta demand that. it. You gotta demand it. I don't have their whole. I don't have their whole collection, which I fault Curtis for. But also, like, I feel like what I do have is like we cherish it more. So I think I it's bet fun. you will have what I'm gonna request. Yep. <laughs> Can I request thirty dollars suit? I don't have it. What the fuck? Hey man, it just makes me love the monkey songs I have more. Okay. Okay. How about Bed of Fire? I don't have it. He, uh, if he doesn't have a thirty dollars suit, then he doesn't have Changita. So, the, you got to get that fucking album well, mix. Well, I mean, like, like we have we have a process, and the guy who did it is here. But I'm not like going to sweat somebody on my show because they didn't send me enough of their music. That's your job. You got <laughs> album on your show, or I will fucking come over there and you can't go over there. You can't go over there. You can't. Allow me to explain to the listener how 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 the show works. All of the music that you hear on Local Love is is uh, by submission only. So anything that you've heard on this show, either now or previously, has all been submitted by the artists. So, hey, artists, send your music. Unless it's a song about my baby fell in love with Q Anonymous, then we just play it without permission from YouTube because it's funny and we're doing, we're doing transformative content on it. But I think I heard I think I heard I think I heard Rena ask for rude vibrations at one point out of desperation. And I do have that. We like that one. I really like this song too. If I was going to pick a monkey song, I would play it, and as evidenced by the fact that I've played it more than the other monkey songs I have in the end. This one has soul breakdown on it. 
So, hey, man, you could you could maybe like bug Curtis tomorrow and be like, hey, you need to send local love more music because I felt embarrassed when I tried to request. I'm going to sell them every song except for Soul Breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) I have a new tune called Fuck You, John Renna. Fuck you. (laughs) I mean, actually, I can just pull that from the show. And now you do have a new song called Fuck You, John Renna. Fuck you. Make it. Repeat a few times. Yeah, just song. put it to some banjo music. Fuck you, John Renna. <laughs> I think I've been requesting that song, uh, I don't know, probably for the last 15, 20 years. Oh, fuck you, John Renna? Yeah, of course. No. <laughs> I hear people coming yeah. all the time. <laughs> he changes, he changes the uh, I kid, Love I kid. Monkey, rude vibrations. This is a show. Vibration. Crack a nose, it 
the ghost, the golden one, me love the most Catch the spirit, run the engine, make sure it don't give up the ghost Hear me through the grapevine, I'm the first pass The post number one, the pan the one, now me grind for brag and boost Road to the pan the one, no one, the pan the king Fly away from San Diego, tell me reach San Francisco Bay San Anselmo, San Luis Abispo And the other city, them that start with S and end it all Road, 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 road vibration Yeah Road, 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 road vibration oy, 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 oy. Road, 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 road vibration Sing it to me one more time Road, 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 road vibration Take it out, yeah By demand, kinda. Those rude vibrations. I almost smoked that entire joint in the entire <laughs> that song played. One of the. Can you, can you do like a reprise version of it that's like thirty percent longer so that Chip can smoke an entire joint during uh, rude vibrations? <laughs> I was like, I was, I was pretty proud. I was like, damn, I'm almost done. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking smoke this and have it done by the time the song is done. But I was too busy dancing. <laughs> Sometimes it's just you gotta dance and it gets in the way of smoking weed. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Priority. Monkey will do Priority. that too. You ever get yeah. drunk enough that you think you can dance and drink at the same time? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> That's where small pints and big pints came from. <clears throat> okay, explain. Oh, remember uh, when the Viking used to come on the show and she uh, described to us the speed of which metal is judged is whether or not you can uh, kick punch to it with a small pint or a large pint to the beat. Small pints is like if it's uh, really fast, it's that's small pints. That's pretty good. <laughs> like oh, slower song, big pints, because you're going slower, you know, you don't uh, lose so much beer. Like it's a measurement, right? Yeah. Yeah. A measurement so of tempo. Small, large. There is no, there is no large pint. There's no small pint. There's oh. only pint. Oh, uh, glass. Glass. Small pint. Yeah, pint. like, a, like pint small, glass. small glass. Pint glass. Like a drink? Like yeah, pint like glass. A, a small but, glass. But, 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 but if it's pint glass, then it's made to fit a pint. Yeah, the therefore, volume is the same. Right, yeah, yeah. It, therefore, ipso facto. <laughs> ipso facto. <laughs> Tune in Wednesday. Small. Tune in tomorrow night. <laughs> no, but, hold on, hold on, hold on. She meant there mug. An imperial pint, and that's a little taller, and it has a little bubble at the top of the glass. Oh, like like the Guinness glasses. Yeah, that that's an imperial pint, which is a an old British way of measuring pints. Holy shit! We're learning about math and music on the show. An ounce and a half more. <laughs> Well, Curtis has spent a bunch of time in England, so he knows about all these. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Well, you're supposed to go this last summer, right? And then uh, obviously COVID happened. Yeah, COVID pulled it, and and uh, like four thousand dollars of my money is sitting in in tickets. They they won't they won't give back you they won't give you back the money, but they'll they'll like. You can redeem it for a, a future flight, and it's just BS. Just if, I had, BS if I had a popular show, we could make them refund your money. 
I have seven hundred dollars <laughs> sitting in Ticketmaster. Yeah, when are you going to change your format to seven on our side? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing that, but it's always about Facebook, mm. and so it gets boring. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. Hey, I well, noticed that that there's an FTB sticker right behind him, and I. Uh, and you guys were like doing this ding, 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 ding noise earlier. And it made me think of a song by FTB. It's called Pissin'. Pissin'. Oh, God. I, I love really this song. song. <laughs> I I, you know why I like it? Because the rest of that album is like this fucking like, this like hella smooth funk. <laughs> right? And and like a little bit of rock and roll, but like a lot of like smooth funk. And then there's this. This is FTB. This is Pissin'. And uh, look, look, look at Chip all producing the show, even from home. Look at that. <laughs> it's my will, Alice is man who writes the checks. It don't make no common sense, and you don't make no mess. With your knuckles, watch, won't find that fiber. Here's what happens next. This story don't work no more. This man who writes the checks, I'm singing, oh, oh, oh. FTB pissing in the wind, and that was that was that was the great Josh White singing that song, uh, who is one of the original DFA FTB band members, who's yeah. wasn't in the band towards the so very end. One of our one of our usual Twitch viewers who watches us do I don't know make fun of people who think the moon is a donut shape. Uh, it's like this is so cool. <laughs> I was like, oh no, these are just, this is, I was like, this is just my friends. And then it occurred to me that you're not just my friends. You're the people I would hang out with in real life if we could do it. Right. And, uh, like, I think like, <clears throat> I think like, uh, hmm. Yeah. Fuck it. I think that we run into a lot of people like here on Twitch and in the streaming who like do this like for human connection and media wench, you and me are like way different. We've always like had like a ton of friends. I'm not like saying anything bad about the people on Twitch who do this for human connection, but I think like 
once the lockdown goes away, there's no way you and me are streaming fucking seven days a week. There's absolutely no fucking way. Mm-mm. We might be streaming zero days a week for like 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, meeting which I still have $14. Is there a place that will pour us a porter? You remember the early days? You remember like the super early days when we were like, all right, guys, one of these days we're going to stream for 24 hours straight. Like, and like, we, we did 12. Was gonna be, we did yeah. 12. Well, that's still formidable. I think that is good. I think, but, and that was like way back in like, the day. And that was if like when there was like two shows, and now you got like seven, seven eight. shows, eight, <laughs> eight shows. Because there's two on Friday. You know what's funny is that we have less podcasts than the most podcasts we've ever had because we don't release this shit to anybody. If you're not watching us live, like somebody hit us up, they're like, they're like, oh, we see you're covering the anti-vaccine movement on your podcast. You know, which podcast should I listen to? I'm like, dude, I don't know when the fuck I was talking shit on the anti-vaccine movement. What you need to do is tune in every time I'm live. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that could be any. This local love, me and Juan started it. We were in a Facebook chat on a Thursday. And the next Tuesday, we were up live with local love via audio only. Mm. Do you remember how it little? Do you remember how little music we had? One, man, it was like you know, <laughs> Rebels Camp Radio, all Rebels Camp, all the time. <laughs> Not really. It was, it was pretty cool, man. It was like you know, seeing it start from the beginning of it all and watching it really, you know, expand to and and cool hey, shit. You know? Yeah, I. I uh, one's uh, no. a twofer one's a twofer he was on the first episode of the plex too big daddy one but you know what i'm I'm really excited that you know because i i do agree with that once the uh the, the lockdown ends and stuff you know i probably would like to be more outside <laughs> <laughs> please sir can i go outside john renna would you like to be more outside too yeah, I mean, I get to go outside every once in a while with my kids and uh, see the backyard and take them to the park every once in a very great while. Yeah, I feel like, very... hey, stay away from that other kid. I, yeah, I do. I do. I have to, it's very fucking stressful, and I feel very much like a um, um, a prisoner in my own house these days. And it's a very numb feeling. Like I was just telling one of my best friends tonight, I was like, "Hey, bro, uh, I haven't seen you in like." four or five months. I was like, maybe uh, we could have like a little social distance hangout like soon, you know, like you, if, if time is just fucking passing by so quickly now. And um, I'm, I really miss the things I love uh, and live music. And um, th- th- I think for me, like the, th- the thing that's really fucked with me, not only the live music, not being there but it's been the the community that all kind of fed off each other it was True. you know as fucked as it had become over the years with all the venues closing and all the drama and this and that like there was still a community and we were all still sticking together and it felt like all the other thing you know all these other things going on in the in the world kind of pushed you know what we were doing aside rightfully so and um but yeah, it just felt like, you know, that community that we had was also kind of, you know, sh- pushed down in, in in this whole lockdown. So I'm 
you know, this is great to be able to see all you guys and hang out with yeah. my friends even. Yeah, know, like I moved day. to the South Bay from San Francisco and the first thing that struck me was like how pushed down like the scene was here. Like it was just a different thing. Um like, I mean, I'm glad like, I'm, I'm glad I moved here. Like I I've m- like made like meaningful friendships with like very like cool people. And I think maybe that wasn't happening when I lived in San Francisco, but it could also be like coincidence. Right. <laughs> like, but you know, we've to some extent with local love tried and failed to build like an online community for, uh, the area. And I think like, I think it's, probably mostly our fault but also like like i just don't feel like silicon valley and the south bay like have this building community thing in the dna of the culture or whatever i don't think that's a thing that we do i think it's it's, ingrained in everybody a little bit differently though kind of depending on where you're from or where maybe you've migrated here from you know um curtis and me and you know i know the several of you were all kind of born and raised here you know and and um you know so you kind of came along with a lot of the same people and went to the same shows and um you know like to kind of touch on what curtis was telling earlier about the warp tour you know like for me my warp tour is like sofa festival you know like that to me i mean i've been to a thousand different fucking warp tours i mean don't get me wrong i mean who doesn't like to go see real big fish every once in a while but uh, <laughs> oh, oh, but I, I just got to tell you, no matter who I have on th- any of our shows, a little bit of the cynicism comes through at all times, and I love you all for it. <laughs> <laughs> but they know what know, they're here so, for. Sofa's like my my fucking Vans Warp tour. I mean, I, I rem- my my greatest show that I ever got to play and open for was at a Sofa festival several years back, where I. Uh oh. Have I lost everyone? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. we lost. Oh, that was. Oh no, we lost John right in the middle of the story. Let me check the. Uh, let me check the waiting room. Up, oh, he's back. How did he get back? In the, oh well, whatever. Smart guy. It was one of the coolest fucking days of my entire hey, life. John, you know? John, John, we 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 lost you for a minute. You like dropped out and then you came back. Oh, the shit. crazy thing is, I didn't lose him. Yeah, me either. Well, I yeah, right. but you, some of you guys are lagging, but me, <laughs> hmm. I look pretty. Well, can you start your story over? Because the <laughs> fucking the the hungry masses on Twitch didn't hear it. Well, for the Twitchers and Twitchies, um, I was just telling my fine friends here that except one for of the Dave, greatest- Dave couldn't hear you. <laughs> except for <laughs> producer, goddamn Dave, get your shit together, man. Dave wasn't here, man. Oh shit, Dave, get your shit together. Fucking Dave has oh. left the building. No, I'm here again, but start your story over. So I, long story short, I got to play Sofa Festival a couple years ago, and somehow, some magic way, I got put on the fucking bill to play the Cactus Club stage, what is formerly the Cactus Club. I'd never played Cactus before, so it was my first, and um, it still smelled like piss, and um, they put me on the opening, I, I, I guess I was supposed to be on back bar, but they decided since everybody was on the other side of the street to just put it over 
on Miami Beach Club. So I was opening for Audible Smoke, um, FTB, Yeshua and the High Tones, Monkey. And there was like one or two other bands that were like on this whole bill that were playing Miami. And was, right was outside, it Shark in the Water? I hope Shark in the Water was there. I love that band. No, I can't remember who else. It was It was a couple other bands I'd kind of heard of before, but they weren't like really our genre. They'd kind of played... I don't know. It was just weird how they had it structured. Anyway, I was just, just like a solo acoustic act, and but I got to play with all my fucking friends on all my on and see all my fucking my favorite bands that day, and I got to play, and it was just like the most amazing <clears throat> fucking day in the world. You know what I mean? Like that to me is like you got you to know? play first, so that means I you got to not. run around and watch everybody else play the you whole know, rest of the day. Yeah, some I people got to fucking. You know, get to open up for, you know, who the fuck ever. I got to open up for Monkey and I got to open up for FTB and like that to me, like will ever forever be my heart, you know? You know, real quick, but Salmon was playing out, outside right before I went on and they finished and then they came in and they watched me play. And so I was like watching <laughs> Salmon watch me and that was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm looking at them and they're looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. One one of so the things anyway. one of the things that's going on here too that's pretty cool is like uh, me and Chip are DJs and we're like pals with like the people in bands and we've played shows with like some of your bands and shit and like that's a I think that's kind of a pretty cool thing that goes on here. Like that was that's different than San Francisco. The DJ shows are the DJ shows and the band shows are the band shows. And here there's like no culture so everybody who wants to listen to music and have a good time is forced to hang out together hooray san jose it's like, <laughs> it's like the couple of guys that uh that ride street bikes hanging out with the fucking chopper gang well us band geeks need you techie fucking dj geeks to know how to fucking stream us on your fucking website and shit oh, you use, did you know covid was coming and y'all been using me this whole time <laughs> it all makes sense now it all makes sense. if i knew covid was coming i wouldn't have dropped my album a week before Oh, oh. <laughs> Juan, you've been you've been you've been a little quiet. What, what's on your mind? We're a little over time now, but whatever. Uh, we have. Oh no, I'm, I'm just like you know enjoying the uh, you know discussion, man. Well, I know Juan's had some like red letter uh, self affair dates for sure. I've I've been I've been witness to I've been witness to quite a few of those. Yeah. The rainbow barf yeah. is back. Like, Chip is Chip has got the is it is it like does Chip have too much of the pinks and the blues and the thing is just rainbow barfing him? Is it is the rainbow barf like a function of how much pink and blue you have? If that was the case, then I would be I'll be constant rainbow barf. <laughs> I took like pretty much like all the lights that I used to use in bars and I set them up all around the house. <laughs> my house looks like a fucking nightclub because I, <laughs> I miss it so much. The cops are driving down the street. Hmm, who's the drug dealer? My neighbors think I'm so fucking weird. Like, like just all hours of the night, like random colors. Every room has colored lights in it. Like oh, amplified shit. music. Looks like Ren has gone red. Oh shit, Ren has gone fucking Technicolor. Oh. <laughs> hey. Ooh, ooh. Right. He matches Our the point. background John on Ren the Twitch only fans. Put up, your, <laughs> put up your OnlyFans link, John. Let's do this. <laughs> I keep hearing about that. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Uh, OnlyFans? Oh, God. How much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> I was is thinking about like Bitcoin. 
No, but I tried to buy some just for fun. And then, like, sure no. enough, it went down after I, I have bought many, it. I have many thousands of dollars invested in Bitcoin, actually. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Yeah. I only put, like, $80 into it. So I have, like, a, a 16th of a third, 300th or something like that. I don't even know. You have to be able to ride the roller coaster. Right. And, right. and a hodl, as they call it, which is hold on for dear fucking life. That is why I only put in eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the year, you you know maybe you make back like eight bucks. You're gonna be like, yeah, dude, I could buy a pack of cigarettes, dude. If I double up, (laughs) although I don't know the rate things are going. Eventually, a pack of cigarettes is gonna be like twenty bucks. This is why I have like just backlogs and stores and backlogs of fucking seeds fucking weed that's going to be the real commodity in the wasteland you fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have all that shit on lockdown where's patrick kaufman we need to get him on here i sent him a link he's like it's like yeah. hit or miss trying to get him to notice a message on facebook messenger on. or even on his phone you know what I'm the thing call, is patty k hasn't gotten a dick patty k isn't addicted to discord yet what you got to do if you really want to get a hold of your friend it's a two-step process First step, get them addicted to Discord. Step, second step, DM them on Discord. I could what be like I in the middle of fucking, them? and if somebody DMs me on Discord, I might respond to them. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this might be important. Dude, I like I like Rena's oh, like I like Rena's calling he's calling Patty K right now. Oh, we could do a call out show, but you can't give Patty K's number live. Because that's not going to work, actually. Oh, shit, it does work. He's not going to hear us, though. What's going on, man? What are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm watching a movie with my friend Samantha. What you doing? I'm just sitting here talking to you and, like, several other people on Local Love. We were wondering what you were up to. Oh, man. love! I do love the Local Love people. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're live on the show right now. I had a feeling I was live on the show right now. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? He can't hear the rest uh, of us. They can't. They can't hear you because I've no, got. I can. Got, I can definitely hear him. He can't hear us. Yeah, but they can hear you anyway. They can hear me, but I can't hear them. You need to call in and say hi uh, and and join the video because inquiring minds want to know uh, what PK is doing on a Tuesday night. What movie he's watching. <laughs> and what snackies he might be eating while he's watching it. It's the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. We're smoking some purple. We're, uh, we're eating some planter's nuts. We're drinking some Topo Chico because it's the end of the world. We're hanging out with, with Sam. Say hi, Sam. Hi. We're, we're live <laughs> on the radio right now. I mean, calling uh, this the radio is a bit of an overstatement. But yeah, you know, we're hanging out. Hey, it helps. It helps. January, <laughs> so we're not drinking. So, so that's exciting. How hammered are you? Uh, not very hammered. I'm just, um, you know, just hanging out and having a good time. And we were talking about you on there. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to call him right now and, and see if I can catch oh. him. Sure enough. Well, I love everybody who I can't hear, but I, they can hear me, I guess. Yeah, they can hear um, me. That's probably his favorite part. Yeah, yeah, we're chilling. <laughs> we're making music. We're doing great. <laughs> well, we love you too. And All right. um, I'll call in. I'll call in a bit. Keep yeah. it real. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll call. We'll talk to you Bye. soon. Wait. 
<laughs> no. Me and PK are like awesome. brother like me and his brother um I MK, met his brother where they brought me eggs from their chicken. Yeah. And so me and MK go way, way back. Like MK? M- yeah, MK is his brother. The um, senior K. His his brother Mike. And and I've known them for, you know, twenty plus fucking years and gr- we grew up together and came along together and so I've known PK for many, many years and, um, you know, we've done a lot of shows together and, you know, we're more like family than we, we I don't know. It's weird. Cause we were like f- friends and like family friends first. And then we were like, okay, music buddies. So that kind of came on the back end, but he, he's total brotherhood. All right. I will, uh, I will actually reduce the quality of the uh, podcast and we'll just kind of keep this shit rolling here on local love since Patty K called in. And since it's a question on everyone's mind, what is your plan for the wasteland?
So what's your plan for the wasteland? Ain't got no plan for the wasteland Thank you go Sam for the wasteland You're a bitch of pen for the wasteland You got no plan for the wasteland So what you gonna do When no one comes for you You better, better make a plan for the wasteland You better, better make a plan for the wasteland At first, it was like, check me out, you ain't doing nothing. But then after, check me out, you ain't doing nothing, the anthem for the current situation became, what's your plan for the wasteland? <laughs> yeah. Great fucking song. I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, the roughies are like the, I don't know, Patty Kay is my friend and shit. And like, but like, it's weird, like, talking about how talented your friend is. It's It, it just feels... Like I'm bragging know. almost. Have you guys ever <laughs> seen the Audi commercial he did? He did an Audi commercial? Yeah. Is that why he picked me up in a fucking like electric supercar the other day? Oh, wait a minute. People no. can't hang out anymore. That's not true. No, him and his brother have this weird thing with cars. They always acquire these weird cars through. Don't ask me how, but they do. And so he always has a weird car to drive. <clears throat> That's true. Like, as long as I've known him. <laughs> He was my first. I mean, he was like my first friend that I made when I went to uh, Westmont. Yeah. Okay. Chip was at his brother's wedding. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're, and so he, he kind of got a, a sense of the eclecticness that they they have, you know. Oh yes. <laughs> I actually almost bought a. I almost bought a car off of MK. Uh, like. Like way back in the days, like gaslighter days. See, usually you don't buy a car off him. Usually you lose a car to him. And that's, <laughs> that's the big difference. You know, most people don't have the relationship I have with him. I've never lost a vehicle to MK. <laughs> I only met either of them after I didn't have a vehicle, but also neither of them stole, <laughs> neither of them stole my bicycle or my bus pass. They will find a way to find a vehicle. If you stay hanging out with them long enough, your vehicle will become theirs. Fuck having a vehicle. That's why I live in a city. Oh, no. I must have a vehicle. But now you can go visit PK at Starving Musician alongside... That's what uh, he doesn't want. I'd be like, listen, dude. Listen, dude. Listen, dude. I need cables and I need you to give me a discount. He'd be like, this man is not wearing a mask. (laughs) Mike Mike is only there in between uh, band practices for the nine band season. Yeah. I had him in my band for like four band practices and then COVID hit. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I mean, whatever. He's still in your band. He's basically automatically in everybody's band. Yeah. Micah is like the most prolific and accomplished musician in the South Bay. He's in Honestly, like- it, was one of the, it was one of the greatest four weeks of, of my life, really, getting ready for my album release uh, party last year and getting to jam with Audith. And and Micah, it was like, it was fucking cool and kind of monkey's little sanctuary. And I mean, I've been there many times, but 
Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Getting you know what? With the- All the businesses have gone out of business, and there's like a bunch of office and warehouse space. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could also like make a sanctuary. There should be. It would. It would be. You'd be like, for as little as thirty seven dollars a month, you too can support the art community in San Jose. We could be like sad little dogs on one of those Sarah McLaughlin commercials. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have Nahal write one about the fucking music scene in San Jose. Oh, absolutely, Sweet Haya, Sweet Haya would make the song, and we'd all look sad and hungry. Yeah. But yeah. all we really want yeah. is a free warehouse. Every single, yeah. every single musician just standing there with their instrument, looking really sullen, and have like a cardboard sign in front of them or something like. You have, just have no, fuck that, there. fuck that. Stand there with like a fake cardboard instrument. <laughs> <laughs> you get everybody to play in the arms of an angel. <laughs> Do you remember? No, but I'm not oh, even kidding. Yeah. Like the, the over there on North First Street, where all them fucking office buildings are, that shit's gonna tank, and we could totally get a warehouse to like do this podcast you know out of. Everybody could jam there. Like it would like literally be like for the cost of seven cups of coffee, you could support yes. the arts in San Jose. We laugh about it, but this is what it's gonna be like in like a year from now when there's literally no more venues to play at around here. We're gonna be like, please help us! Like we need attention. <laughs> Somebody please listen to our music. Somebody I mean, like, rent a warehouse. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a hell of a lot easier to do though. Like yeah, like it's Dave, gonna be cheap. Dave, you remember the days of throwing like warehouse parties? Like like like, like in Oakland. And yeah, like and what like, happened? No, what happened in Oakland is gonna happen in North San Jose. I think. Oh man, yeah. I think that there's there's going to be a big resurgence for underground shows, especially because all these people that aren't making dick, but they own these buildings, but now they're not making like anything. They're they're going to probably be a little bit more open to like turning a blind eye if you want to throw an underground show and just kick them a couple G's, you know? Like hey, no, it, check this out. As soon as there are dinner parties, we must all go to them. You find a guy who owns a lot of property and is a little cash poor. You're like, hey, dude, I could inject you know ten grand into your into your scene. Let me throw a party. Curtis is like, oh, you sweet summer children. <laughs> no, that's what happened in Oakland, though. Like, literally, like, well, but I, 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 I don't think it's going to happen in the in the South Bay because there are some very, very, very greedy people down there. Yeah, that is a very problem. Uh, we're we're living in the town that 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 has professional. Um, apartment showcasers. <laughs> what's what's that? You know okay. what? That's why, like, nobody's rented the, the extra. The, nobody's rented. Like nobody's rented it. the extra room in my apartment because I haven't hired a professional apartment showcaser to come in and be like, "There is, there is a, there is a large television here. There's a room where this guy drinks too much vodka. Here is his freezer <laughs> where he keeps his vodka. Oh, the dishes yeah. are done. That's amazing." I'm talking about something a little bit different. Okay, so so uh, I'll frame it. The the moment that I realized that there were professional show, showcase apartments is uh, I went to uh, check out an apartment uh, near uh, near Falafel Drive-in in San Jose a couple of years. And this was when this is when the real estate was just bang. Real estate was just banging. And the neighborhood behind there is not a great neighborhood. 
it's kind of a shitty, you know, uh, you, you live right off of Santa Clara street. So, you know, you don't wait, expect wait, them. wait, you could go, do you go anywhere along the five twenty two, and and you could like take it home. When I looked for this place that, that the, I couldn't get a place along the five twenty two because I was like, you know what? I like to get drunk yeah. <laughs> and I hate to pay for a taxi. If it's along the five twenty two, fucking buy that property. Be like, listen, you can get home anytime. <laughs> For sure, for sure. No, but I, I showed up for for uh, 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 to 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 check out the apartment, and uh, the guy, you know, I walk in, and the guy says, "Oh, uh, you're here to see the apartment." I said, "Yes," and he says, "Okay, here's the applications. Uh, how many people are going to be living in under this roof?" I said, um, "I got like two other roommates." He goes, "Great. Each one of you guys are going to give me twenty five dollars for the credit application, and." That's how we do things. And I said, is it refundable? He's like, absolutely not refundable. Okay, that's cool. So I grabbed the the applications. I'm walking through uh, the apartment thinking, I'm probably not going to go for this apartment because I'm not going to spend $25 an application for this. And this lady comes in and she's like, I really like the apartment. She's like, I like it a lot. And she pulls out literally a gang roll of bills and stuffs it in his hands and he goes oh 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 yeah oh yeah 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 for sure and she's like when can i have it and he's like call me monday and we'll sign the deed and i'm listening I'm, i'm like in the bathroom or whatever like they're in the kitchen i can see what's happening and then she walks out and then i emerge from one of the back bedrooms and all so is the place still for rent and he goes oh yeah sure uh you can just give me the 25 dollars now or the 25 dollars later and i was like yeah i don't think so and i walked out of the house and there was like literally a line of people showing up and they were like he's like yeah i told this woman who gave me probably about 1200 dollars straight out of her out of her purse I don't know that she had the building in front of other people, and yet I was still. Oh, it's a scam! About getting twenty five dollars from every person that comes to this place. Yeah, it's a scam. Yeah, so so these apartments that that are, uh, uh, you know, they're they're really just shitty apartments, and you notice that they're all. I mean, I know that feel. You're always you notice they're always in Craigslist, and they're always like fifty hundred dollars cheaper than anyone else, but they're always advertised it's the same apartment they keep one apartment open out of the 20 units that they they have just so they continue showing it because that one apartment makes more than the other apartments i've seen i've seen similar things that totally makes sense yeah yeah i like don't if somebody is trying to rent me an apartment they want my money and i'm not giving them any of it until i'm paying the deposit yeah for sure like that's not you're you're the buyer it's like yeah. paying to fill out a job application. What the fuck? What I started, <laughs> what I started doing is that they, they said, oh, you, you got to, we're, we're going to need the $25 to run an Experian check on you. And so I was like, cool. I got an Experian account. Here's the paperwork. And they're like, yeah, but we're still going to run the check. And I'm all, oh yeah, here's Experian on my app. Well, Are no, you going to run that? Yeah, that's the thing is like, that's on them, right? Yeah. Like that's like not on you. If they want to run a credit check, that's their business. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like, 
Actually, I haven't rented an apartment in a while. I've been here for 10 fucking years. These people are stupid. My neighbors like me. All these people are idiots. Here's the thing that, I, okay, if we, if we want to get into the Bay Area real estate thing really fast and touch on that. Down, I think we'll get lines going um, all the way to the fucking train tracks. Well, okay, so cause, tell cause, people there's a room for rent here for $3 a month, but it costs $180 <laughs> to come look at it. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> step three, profit. Oh, no, I'm already at step three. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about renting out one of my rooms as just a, as a home away from home office. Like home, home, home run, run an Ethernet cable into there and and keep exactly. that room clean. Exactly, and then that way it's just like yo, like you know, you're you're paying half the rent that somebody would actually pay to live here. Your your company's probably going to pay for it anyway, and then that way I don't have to have a roommate at nighttime, and I can continue to play music and do shit like this. Oh shit, Dark, <laughs> Darkling's up in the chat. Everybody behave, and I mean YouTube <laughs> panelists. What up, Darkling? Hey. Uh, hola. I love Darkling because I'm stoned as fuck right now for very little money because of Darkling. I just want to like, I want to be like upfront. Darkling is like you know how like politicians are owned by somebody. I'm owned by Darkling right now, <laughs> dude. But no, I'm I'm right there. Like okay, Darkling says they've been in their place for 13 years and they ain't moving, dude. I'm in the same same boat. I moved into a three bedroom, like two bathroom duplex like 13 years ago, and. And I haven't left. Everybody else is like left, not me. I like I'm paying about. You know what's crazier? You and I'm happy about it. I'll be on eleven years in a couple months, and out of the four people that live here, <laughs> two of the other ones are still here. Wait, two of the other ones? Like there's four oh, in the apartment building. Yeah, only one person has moved out of this fourplex since I've been here oh, eleven wow. years ago. Yeah, most of the people that are in my complex are in it for the long haul, for sure. So. I have the best neighbors. Like, listen, you never see me like running to the front door because the neighbors are yelling. Oh, Curtis, I think you're muted. 2021, I think you're muted. Oh, am I? No. No, no, I'm, I'm just You're talking, just doing I'm, sign language. No, you said I have the best neighbors. And I was, I was like, hearing impaired. I have the best neighbors. The best. The best neighbors. No, God. No, like, better than anyone's just, ever done it before. Shout out to my neighbors, uh, Chip and Media Wench and Juan. You've been here when my neighbors should have absolutely called the cops, and instead they came over. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Can't beat them, join them. That's the nice been the nights I played in studio. This is first in flight. This is 150 people, and this is a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. 